Ash and this is Lockie. We are the head prefects for 2022. Um, today we're just going to be interviewing our new principal, Mr. Watson, just find out where he came from, what his values are and what he wants from us as a school. First of all, thank you for having the time to sit down and talk to us. My pleasure. Um, first question is, just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you came from. Yeah, right. So I was born and grew up in the country. Um, finished high school in the country and came to Perth to uni and then did one year working in the city and then went north and taught in Exmouth for 13 years. Yeah. Um, so then made a decision to leave the Department of Education and join Catholic Education and that was five years in management at Keenan College followed by another seven years at Prenville Catholic College as deputy and then the last four at Marta Day College as Vice Principal. And now I find myself here in Emmanuel <laughs> as Principal. Thank you. Cool. Um, what are some things that you've noticed are different between your old school and here in terms of like, what, what did they have that we could implement here? Or what did we have? That, what do we have that you didn't experience at other schools yeah. or the last school? Certainly, look, it's a little bit hard to tell because it's very early days. Yeah, we're in week four. Um, and in a lot of respects, the schools that I've been in, um, certainly from Premier and Monday to Emmanuel, are all very, very similar. Mm -hmm. And that's what attracted me to Emmanuel. It's a, it's a certain type of school with a certain type of clientele that appeals to me. Um, and as such, there's a lot of programs there that are similar and there's a lot of structures that are similar. I think one of the things that I've focused on in the last few years is, is contemporary delivery of an education and what that changes. What Emmanuel has that a lot of schools don't have is a very contemporary aesthetic. It looks contemporary. Um, when you go out to the yard, it doesn't look like a typical schoolyard. It looks like a giant coffee shop with the coloured chairs and the tables and yeah. And, and we've got to get to that point. Even though they might seem like small things, they're important things that where possible schools in this real life. Yeah. Um, and those sorts of things. A lot of similarities around um, whether it's probably coincidence around AFL programs. My last school in the school has them. Yeah. That idea of an academy of kids being able to be at dance. Um, football, netball, really get involved in their passion. And I think that what my last few schools have had, which is something I strive towards, is to provide that niche for all students, that there's enough going on in the school for them to find their passion, for them to give them the opportunity to do something new, to do something different, um, and that, that ability to discover who I am and this is what I'm interested in and this is what I want to take further I think is imperative in the school. Cool. Um, I've heard that you like 21st century learning and teaching. Do. Um, could you tell us a little about what that means? Yeah look I think in essence the education system as it stands traditionally is broken. Um, and I don't think it does students any good. And it certainly doesn't, in its truest traditional form, provide students with the skills that they need um, once they leave school. And quite frankly, they need those skills now. 
um, and a lot of students have them, but they're developing them outside of school. When we start school, and the research is very, very clear that we're excited about learning, it really is a passion, even if it's unbeknownst to us or it's unrealised. But the further that students get older, and in particular into high school, it becomes very regimented um, according to a mandated curriculum. And if that's all we do as a school is deliver a mandated curriculum, then you get content, but you don't get skill. And it doesn't leave you well-placed for the future. I believe it has to be flipped. Skills first, content will come. We have to give students more independence. We have to engage them better in the learning process. We live in such a world that changes so rapidly. If you don't, um, you're not going to have those lifelong learning skills which you need from sometimes week to week, day to day, year to year, and we're going to need them for the rest of our lives. So the idea that a teacher is a subject specialist these days, and that's the font of all knowledge, has gone. You can get that off YouTube. You can get it off Netflix. So, and for you to sit in a classroom and listen for someone that just talks too much, and then you get a boring worksheet and a set of questions from a textbook, you have the ability to regurgitate that content on cue, on cue, I should say, sorry. But that's not learning, because yeah. you don't retain it. And if anything, we beat the love of learning out of kids. Yeah. So it's got to change. And educational change is an exceptionally slow-moving beast, but I don't think it's a reason not to try. We might not get it right. It might not be as quick as we want it to be, but we've got to keep chipping away from it. And my hope is you'll start to see it in the classes. Um, and I know it was here a little bit before. So it's just building upon what already is a great foundation and that we can ensure that we continue to evolve. Skill first, content second, I yeah. think is the flip side mm -hmm. of where we need to go and what we need to do. Cool. Um, this year in particular, what is something that, or some things that you want from us and the rest of either the Year 12 leaders or the Year 12 cohort in general? Look, I think for the development of any person, and that is a huge part of what we are here as a school to do, is I want to see you continue to develop as a character. Um, I'm not interested, if I'm perfectly honest, um, on the number or the grade at the end of your report. I appreciate its importance in terms of entry into certain things, but I really am more interested in you guys developing as a character. And I would much rather see the student that opens the door for someone else that's kind to someone that's having a hard time than necessarily it being an A on a report. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to academics though, because we are a school and that's our purpose, I want to see effort. Um, if that doesn't deliver you the results that you want, there's nothing wrong with that. You can't actually ask anything more of yourself. Um, and we can't gauge your effort. Only a student will ever really know how realistic and authentic their effort is. Um, but I think that's the cue. There's so many pathways on offer. Um, but if I look at success, it's the person that tries, regardless of the end result. Yeah. Good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, maybe just 
based on your experience in schools, any advice for any particular year group or just students in general going into what is obviously in yeah. a year that we can't predict what's going to happen? No, and I think that, you know, we've all sort of lived through this uneasiness of what the unexpected often brings to our lives and uh, when our routines are interrupted, it can be quite challenging. Um, but we've got to see it as an opportunity, an opportunity to do things differently, to not waste our time um, as individuals and, and people. I think the school system is such that when we enter high school, we've, we do have to get into some sense of work ethic and routine. Um, not to say the traditional routine, but you know, we can't switch a light on in year 11 and 12 when we want certain things out of our academic studies and expect that it's going to happen if we haven't been building towards it since the day that we walked through the door as year sevens. Yeah. So I think it's to try and make the most of what the college offers um, that's going to involve us stepping outside our comfort zones and trying something new. Mm -hmm. um, but then at least if we decide we love it or we don't love it, it's a well-informed decision. We've given it a go. Um, so it's a matter of, and trying to belong, I think it's really important to us um, as humans and that connectedness. And that's what we try to do, even in this digital technology world, we've got to try and strive to still maintain that. Um, and how we treat one another. If anything, I want people to take personal responsibility for their actions and who they are. Yep. That's all we can ask of them. And I think that because of the greater good that lies within us all, once we take that responsibility, then we're going to have a better community out of Manuel and we're going to have a better community outside of Manuel in the long run. Um, when we learn, to take responsibility for who we are and what we do and how we can benefit others with that character will be a massive thing that can make a difference.